0: Hello, and welcome to Meet Them, Alex. I'm Matt. And I'm Ellie. And we're super excited to have you guys with us here today. Woo! So, hun, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great.
0: You're doing great? How are you doing? I'm doing really good. Really? So, what has been going on with you? Cheesecake. Cheesecake? Yeah. You've been making cheesecake?
1: Okay, here's the deal. Yeah. Like, I need a little something sweet at night. Yeah. And I, um... You know, I want to be healthy, Mm -hmm. but I just need that little something sweet. Yeah. So last week it was, what was it last week?
0: You made chocolate pie.
1: Oh yeah. That was low fat or low calorie or whatever. It was like 150 calories a slice or whatever. Sure. No, it was. (laughs) What?
0: With the Oreo crust. It was.
1: It was. I'm for real. Okay. Don't look at me like I'm not for (laughs) real. No, I believe you. Go ahead. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) so I'm Googling, like, healthy recipes and trying. I just need a little something sweet. And I found this healthy, quote, unquote, cheesecake, which basically it's.
0: It's not 1,000 calories per slice. Yeah. It's like 200. Instead
1: of 450 calories a slice, it's 200, which is still a lot, I know.
0: Well, it is what it is.
1: But anyways, I'm loving it. But, like, as I eat it, I just feel like the pounds are just, like, gathering like I can feel them. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel like we need to get rid of the cheesecake. I've never made a whole cheesecake. Yeah. So, that I wanted to do it forever and I couldn't find it. I would not buy a cheesecake pan like from Bed Bath and Beyond. I wanted to get it at consignment shop. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, I found one. But anyways, um this is my first time to make one. So, it was kind of cool experience, but having a whole k- cheesecake in your kitchen? Yeah. That's like way too much cheesecake. I
0: know. And you're like, you're like looking at it thinking, I don't want to eat anything sweet again tonight. No, I do. Well, I mean, I'm thinking night. to myself, I need to cut back. Yeah. But I can't not eat the cheesecake. But it's like staring,
1: staring well, you in the face. I feel
0: like I'm being offensive to you if I no, don't eat your cheesecake. No, honey,
1: you cannot, you can skip it.
0: All right. So you get the next four slices. No,
1: I'm going to take it into work. Okay. Yeah. And just, I can put it in the fridge with a no and people will probably eat
0: it. It'll so. be gone in like an hour. Hopefully, <laughs> two nurses will come in and eat the rest of it. I
1: just I need to bake things and eat a little bit of it, and then take the rest to work. Yeah. So that's the moral of my story, and I'm loving it too much. <laughs> and it, by the way, it's 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 healthy. It's not true taste of a really good cheesecake. It's but pretty it's, good though. It's not bad. It's pretty all. good. Yeah. So, how's your week going?
0: It's going good. Last week I went out of town went on a little trip without you and the boys to the Indianapolis campgrounds indian A g campgrounds for a little prayer retreat and it was a, it was it was interesting let me just tell you it was it was not as easy as I thought it would be you
1: thought it would be easy
0: well, I didn't think it would be easy, but I was expecting oh so here it is I was expecting to go into the cabin and put my bags down, open my Bible, and all of a sudden hear angels sing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. I'm. I like know. I know. I'm signs? sort of being sarcastic and exaggerating a little bit, but not a lot. Like I was kind of expecting an open heaven, hearing mm-hmm. God's audible voice. Yeah. I mean, I was because ex- well, I'm th- cause I'm like sitting here planning it. I'm like going out ex- of my good, way. High expectations. So I, I get think. there, and I open my Bible, I start reading, and nothing. <laughs> 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 I was like, okay. And so I start trying to worship, and for some reason the Wi-Fi up there wasn't letting me get Spotify, so I couldn't have my worship songs that I had all planned out. And then I don't have any CDs, so I can't play any CDs. And I, I was able to go and and get on, on um, Apple Music for a free month. And so I was able to play. So a you new had a CD. bunch of technical difficulties. Yeah, and it was just like I was like, so I'm sitting here, I'm trying to listen to God and. It was rough, but then after a while, I started hearing, you know, stuff, and I started feeling like I was getting stuff, and I went on a walk. It was really cold, which I mean. Like nine degrees cold. Like nine degrees cold, which you kind of expect from northern Indiana in the middle of January, but, you know, and it snowed every day that I was there, and, and uh but, you know, I come home, and I I'm like. I really d- I felt God. Good. I didn't realize it when I was in the middle of it. So in
1: the middle of it you didn't feel like it was super productive maybe or yeah. as as But then I come back and I'm like, it
0: "Oh, it wasn't it was actually really sweet and really good. Maybe it wasn't as earth-shaking, shattering as mm-hmm. I thought it would be, but it was a sweetness and a calmness and a peaceness, peacefulness that you know, I didn't know yeah. what I would experience. I had a dream. I, I'm not sure if it was prophetic or what, but I had a dream. I wrote it down. You know, I I did all, I tried to journal as much as I could. And I thought I was going to fill this whole book that's like 200 pages or of paper. And I filled like maybe 15. But still, I mean, yeah, it's better than nothing. And And there's a lot of stuff in there that encouraged me. And I've been reading over it. And I didn't realize how much I was getting encouraged until I start reading over it later. And I'm yeah. like, oh, wow. I think so.
1: that's true for a lot of people's prayer time. Like if you're in the middle of prayer time and you feel like nothing's happening, just know it's an investment. Yeah. And you will reap the And you may be getting more selling. out of it
0: than you think. Yeah. You may not realize what's really happening. Yeah. until after it's happened. Yeah. So,
1: boy, I was having a rough time while you were gone. I gay came down with a fever the night Yeah. Before you left. And then, um, and that first day went okay. But the second day he woke up and it was 103 and I just started freaking out. I was thinking I should have got his flu shot Mm -hmm. and I was thinking, what if it's the flu and he ends up in the hospital? I mean, I was like, yeah, I was like shaking a little bit. I was so like, yeah, just all these crazy thoughts. And, but I went into the doctor with him, and the doctor made me feel so much more better. And then the next thing you know, Gabe, um, S- fell asleep at 4:30 Saturday night, and then woke up at 9:30. He slept that whole time. Missed yeah. like dinner, you know. Missed. Yeah. He probably was low on his fluids and everything. And I'm sure
0: you guys had to basically tiptoe around the living room in the house because he was sleeping on the couch. Yeah,
1: he did. And actually, I never moved him to the bed.
0: You didn't have me there to woke, lift no, him No, I
1: didn't, and I couldn't carry him. And so, um, I he woke up in late at night, and he was like where am I? And he came and talked to me and I gave him a drink and, you know, I mean, he did get a little fluids, but anyways, his fever broke the next morning. That's good. Long story short. So it, and we made it through, but yeah. it was just a crazy time. Well, I was
0: a little bit stressed and I remember I was praying and, and the subject we're going to be talking about today is trusting God and what?
1: When you don't understand. When you or, don't understand. Yeah.
0: And one of the main things that God spoke to me on that prayer retreat was just trusting him. That was like the first mm-hmm. phrase that just and it just can it just it just kept going over and over my head Every scripture I read I felt like I was pointing out how I need to trust him And then you called me about Gabe having the flu and I, I remember praying for you guys And I'm looking at my thing to see um, Yep, there it is um, Ellie texted me about Gabe's 103 fever taking to the doctor at 950. So this was in the morning and I felt like I was just praying. It's like, I trust God with my boy and my wife. I trust for healing and for peace. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was taking it seriously what was going on, but I said, I, there's nothing I can do. I was gone. I had to trust I God. Know, I know. And so I know we kind of fought a little bit that morning, but I was like, I was worried. It's not
1: because he said something like, um, well, at least it's not strep. And I thought, <laughs> what?
0: Well, I it's thought, like I didn't, in my mind, I'm thinking. Flu is very serious. I'm thinking flu that. You know, people say they have the flu, but they might not really have the flu.
1: Okay. Well, this was, you know, tested and he had the flu, but anyways, it worked out. So it was good. But, um, yeah, today we're talking about trusting God through difficulty, through disappointment. Yeah. I just want to say, first off, Matt and I have had an amazing life and we have literally nothing to complain about. And so I'm sure many of you listening, maybe have had you know, serious difficulties that we know nothing of. So we're not saying we're experts in this area, Yeah. but we do feel it on our heart to share with you today that Mm -hmm. there's times when nothing that's going on is making sense. Yeah. And it's maybe your circumstances aren't what the word of God says. Mm -hmm. And you're thinking, where is God, you know, and what's going on. I know I personally feel that way um, because I have daily pain in my back and mostly around my right hip um i i've been to the doctor i've been into the chiropractor mm-hmm. i've been yeah. to physical therapy um and we think it's a muscle issue but it's just for whatever reason it feels like it's not healing and i i've been in some sort of daily pain for f- five years um but it's kind of changed over the years to different places. So it's a little strange and I'm on daily medicine for it, but I, I really want to be off the medicine and I want to be free of pain. Yeah. (laughs) Basically at 39 years old, I feel like that's not an unthinkable request. So I've really, really struggled and prayed and I do believe God for healing still, even though I feel like, you know, why am I not healed? And I know my pain is nothing like other people's pain. So I don't mm-hmm. want to compare and say that I'm going through this terrible, hard thing that, you know, I'm sure maybe other people have. I mean, there's so many other yeah. injuries that are way worse. Yeah. And I see actually at my, in my job. But um, I just want to say I feel like I've been down in the depths of, you know, disappointment in this regard. and But I feel like the Lord's saying um, right now, at least, that I need to trust him.
0: Mm-hmm. Through it. Yeah. And that's that's like I, I was saying. It was one of the main phrases that God was even speaking to me about when I was on this retreat. As I'm looking back in my journal and like the third thing I wrote was something about trust. And um, and I felt like the Holy Spirit was just showing me that, that a lot of times I believe in him and I have faith in him. But I don't trust him to do what he said he's going to do. For example, if if, I, if he asked me to pray for somebody for healing... I'm like, okay, I have faith, that you're, but then I don't trust him to actually do it. Like, I feel like there's a small part of me that really doesn't just trust him, that doesn't trust him with that, or, or he, uh, or he'll ask me, oh, uh, uh, he'll ask me to trust him with something, and I and I won't really. For example, if he asks me to give money to something, mm-hmm. I need to trust him that he's got everything under control, and so yeah. I I got to give this money, or I got to pray for this person to be healed, or, or whatever. And I felt like he showed me that that trust begets trust. Like when I trust him, he starts trusting me back mm-hmm. and he starts trusting me. And so in our pain, we need to trust him to heal us or trust him to work through that pain somehow for his good. And as we trust him, he'll give us more things that we can trust him with, mm-hmm. but we need to learn to trust. I feel like, you know, it seems like it's, it doesn't make sense. Like how do you have faith if you don't trust him? But and i think they're they i think they go hand in hand i think faith and trust go hand in hand but for some reason we have tr- i think a lot of people have trust issues like they they don't trust god because they have a hard time trusting their dad or they have a hard time trusting their mom or they have a hard time trusting other people because well, they've been hurt
1: i think also i mean god's not a physical being that we yeah. can touch and you know there's just a big leap there where you have to believe that he is who he says he is and that he does what he says he does. Even when it doesn't happen sometimes. That I think that's the biggest mm-hmm. hurdle yeah. to trusting the Lord. Um, and I just want to be careful with how you say, if you trust him, he'll do X, Y, and Z. Like, there's yeah. no magical formula no. to get healed.
0: No, there's not.
1: And there's times when everybody does everything right. Yeah. And it still doesn't seem to work out for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So, it's just hard to say why... God doesn't.
0: But even in the midst of that, and this is what I think what you're wanting to get at, in the midst of not getting the a- answer or prayer that you want, right? you still need to trust God.
1: Yeah, like say you are, you know, having a rough time because you really want a certain prayer to be answered mm-hmm. and you don't understand why God won't just do it. Yeah. And w- we just have to lay that down mm-hmm. and continually give it to him continually just affirm yeah in your heart and in your mind and your words that you trust him mm-hmm. and keep moving forward so i just feel like um you know that verse where it talks about in um, isaiah 55 verse 8 for the th- my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are my ways are your ways my ways declares the lord i mean he just does things differently and yeah. we we um Don't understand it. Yeah. And we're not going to be able to sometimes.
0: Yeah. That's good. So what kind of advice would you have for somebody that's having a hard time trusting God?
1: I think at times, and I'm sure everybody's situation is different, but ask yourself if you need to admit that you've been judging God Mm -hmm. for not doing what you think he should be doing. Yeah. Um, Judging him for... Maybe you think to yourself, he's not really listening to me or he doesn't really care. Basically, in your own mind, you've decided, you know, what God needs to do do and not do in your life. And you need to ask for forgiveness for judging him. And you need to just admit that you don't know why and you can't understand Mm -hmm. why whatever it is did not happen or did happen. Yeah. And um, you need to affirm your trust and belief in him. Mm And just continue to lay it down at the altar.
0: I think also we need to understand that, and you know, it's hard to understand this, I think, sometimes when you're going through pain or going through a hardship to understand that God really does love you.
1: Yeah. I think that that is one of the hardest things.
0: Because you think, if you really love me, then He. Right. But we, we, you know, the thing is, there's things happening that we can't see.
1: Right. And we don't understand.
0: And, you know,. I wish I could give you the answer for every reason for the reason why you're going through pain, honey, uh, so much. I mean, it's it's frustrated me. I've been praying for you for a long time and trusting God to heal you, but you know, in the in the end, we just gotta trust that He cares more about us than we do, and He cares more about our pain than we do, and He wants us to be healed. He wants us to be whole. But for some reason, it's not. I don't. I don't have the answer to why it's. I know not there happening. are
1: some people out there. Um, that say, you know, God will use this pain to do something good in someone's life, maybe in your life or whatever. And that may be true. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. But I do believe, I, I believe that he wants us to be pain free and to live a joyful, peaceful life.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, there is a time where we will be completely pain free and never have pain again. Yeah unfortunately it won't be on this side of the earth of, of life on, you know, on yeah, this side. I
1: mean, I know this life's always going to have,
0: you know, yeah. challenges, but we need to understand that. I think it's just in the end, we have to trust God and trust that he loves us and, and, and bring it to him constantly. And, and I don't know. I, I wish I had all the answers. I wish, I really wish I did. But
1: the point of this podcast is that we don't have the answers. Yeah. And that's where yeah. we have to leave it.
0: Yeah. Um, the other day I was, reading in Mark chapter um, 11 uh, verses 2 through 7 is a story that where Jesus rides on the donkey and in that scripture and and I'm going to try to tie it in really well there here in a second here, come on phone here it is it says go, he told his two disciples go to the village over there as soon as you enter it you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever ridden Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks, What are you doing? just say the Lord needs it and, it and will return it soon. The two disciples left and found the colt standing in the street, tied outside in the front door. As they were untying it, some bystanders demanded, What are you doing untying that colt? They said what Jesus told them to say, and they were permitted to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their garments over it, and he sat on it. And I was reading that, and I felt like the Holy Spirit showed me that they had to trust God trust Jesus that it was actually going to be there. They're going to look like idiots to go into town and what if there's no donkey or whether, if, what if there's no colt? and, and I believe that they trusted Jesus because they had spent time with him. And I think that even when we're in pain, we need to learn to spend time with Jesus to learn to trust him more mm-hmm. and understand his love for us more. Um, you know, we could use our pain to get draw closer to God. Yeah. Our pain could either push us away from God or draw, draw us closer to God. Mm hmm. And, and I, I don't know why he doesn't just heal right away. I don't understand. But like you read in that scripture, my ways are not your ways. Mm-hmm. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Yeah. And we can either use our pain, allow our pain to draw us closer to God or push us away from God. Mm-hmm. And the longer that we spend time with Jesus, the more we'll learn to trust him. Yeah. And when he tells us to do something, who knows one of these days he might say, go, go to that church And go get prayer Mm -hmm. from some person that you don't know.
1: I have heard a story, uh, and I wish I had it in front of me, where, you know, someone was in a wheelchair for, like, seven Mm -hmm. years, and people prayed for her Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Every day for seven, you know. And then all of a sudden, some, you know, 20-year-old who just happened to get saved that day goes and prays for her, and she got healed and was making dinner for her husband that night. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's like... That makes no sense, I know. but it, it it is what it is. So,
0: But I think the other thing that we can do is, and these are things that, you know, these aren't answers. These are just thoughts that this one came to my mind as you're sharing that story was the story of the young man who was on his mat and he was paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was doing miracles in Peter's, I believe it was Peter's mom's house. He was there. They like all these people were coming around, and his friends had to bring him on the mat. They, you know, they tore open the roof, and they lowered him down. And Jesus says, "Your sins are forgiven." The Pharisees are all like, "We can't, you can't. For, who are you to forgive sins?" And Jesus says, "Who? What's it easier to do? Say your sins are forgiven, or, or you're healed?" And he looked at him and said, "Take your mat and go home." Yeah. And um, as I was reading that, I I realized that the friends. We we need to draw people around us to pray for us, because these friends they had more faith than he did. Imagine the faith that these friends had that they're gonna they're like we're gonna get our friend in front of Jesus, to get healed, mm-hmm. and they're interceding yeah. for their friend. Their friend re- received the the healing, but they had to ha- they had to intercede for him. They had to carry him to the Father to Jesus to be healed, and so I think one thing that we need to do is we need to allow our pain to draw us closer to God, but also we need to allow other people to carry our burdens with us and pray for us and intercede for our pain and intercede for our hurts or intercede for our situation. We need to allow other people to get involved that when we, our faith and our trust and our hope is so weak.
1: It's it's hard sometimes when you're in pain because you just want to isolate yourself and like, I don't know, but I think that is good to be in a community and, and share your needs with each yeah, other. Yeah, because you
0: need somebody else. To, sometimes we need somebody else to carry us to Jesus. hmm I mean, there's been times where I felt like my faith was low, and I just needed somebody else to, I've needed you to pray with me and sta- mm-hmm. help me get to where I, and and I think the same with you for me and others. You know, we, yeah. we need people to carry us sometimes. Yeah. So that's what intercession is. Intercession is just standing in the gap for somebody else and saying, Jesus or God, you need to touch this person. That's part of it, what intercession is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I think that's good, babe. Why don't you pray for us right. in closing?
0: Lord, I thank you for everybody that's listening to this this uh, podcast, Lord. I pray for those who are hurting, those who feel hopeless. They feel like they're, there's, they don't know what to do. They feel like they're at, their, they're at this, their wits end, Lord. I pray that you'll help us to trust you and to draw closer to you in spite of our hurts, in spite of the confusion, in spite of our pain. Lord, help us to trust you. Help us to learn to love you in spite of it all, Lord God. And Lord, help us to bring others around us to carry us, to carry our burdens with us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: Well, guys, it's been nice talking to you and I hope that you enjoyed our podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, podcast ideas, we would love to hear them. Please go to eaglesviewchurch.com. Click on Contact Us. That comes directly to us and we can get your thoughts also please feel free to contact us any other way you might know facebook or text whatever you've got so thank you so much all right we love you have a great week
0: bye